like not like an actual episode, like go fuck off for a little bit. A fallout? Fuck off episode. Oh, I think he said fallout. I was like, what are we fucking off on? I don't know. We're just going to play like songs on the TV and then drink to them. That <laughs> well, sounds fun. I actually enjoy that. Sounds like a game to me. It's actually a game I play quite often. It's called <laughs> I'm Depressed and at Home by Myself. Hello. <laughs> it's me. The Necronomicon awaits. A ritual must be performed. Seems fairly obvious. Fatu, Marada. I told you I would find you. Noni! Fast, pass in your seatbelts. It's going to be a bump, bump, bumping night. It's showtime. What's your name? What? What is your name? We are men of misfortune. Welcome, misfortunate listeners. It is I, Tyler Campbell. Today we are doing an interview uh, with Brian Irish. We in the studio. We've got your other humble ho host, Riley Wallen, <laughs> and I just shaved all my hair off today, so I'm feeling pretty good. He to my like... right, I have. We've got Dylan from uh, Morning Cup of Chaos. I'm sitting here talking getting ready to talk some uh paranormal stuff man yes sir brian has been a paranormal investigator uh longer than i've been alive pretty much how long you been doing this god since i was probably almost 50 years now 50 years yeah Holy Shit. God. so i'd say i'd say paranormal expert at this point oh yeah yeah, yeah. <laughs> after 50 years i would think so dude how old are you i'm, I'm gonna be 56 actually in a couple of weeks Jesus. Well, congratulations. Yeah. From the, Seth, from the 50 years, man. Yeah, that's, that's awesome. awesome. Uh, what was your first experience? What was what got <clears throat> all of this started? Oh, I knew this was coming. So <laughs> when I was six years old, I uh, attended my grandfather's funeral. And as, as he lay there in the casket, you know, I had all these questions like, you know, my dear grandpa, where is he going to go next? And from that point on, you know, it sparked my mind. And I started asking questions, and one thing led to another, and I was getting into Bigfoot, Loch Ness Monster. At that point, um, even as a young kid playing around on the CB, my handle was Loch Ness Monster. But uh, and and it was funny, but my uncle uh, Donnie, his his nickname on the CB, his CB handle was uh, Bigfoot. So that's awesome, man. Yeah, that is so cool. <clears throat> So I, I was always like, you know, what happens after we die? You know, is that it? Do we are we in the ground? Are we dead? Is that it? You know, whatever. But uh, as I'm maturing and finding out, we're basically spiritual beings having a spiritual experience in a meat suit, right? So mm-hmm. okay, yeah. yeah. See, one of the uh, memories that I have growing up is being at a uh, grandma and grandpa Irish's house and you coming over and you bringing a tape of, I want to say it was one of your shows. And I remember a paranormal like reader mount. It was on a chair in the middle of this room and it was like a box and it had like a dial. Basically, if anything got close, it would go up and down. Oh yeah. The MF meters. Yeah. The electromagnetic field meters. Yeah, 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 and I remember yeah. it going, shooting up so high, and then dropping back down, and shooting up high, and going back down, and then all of a sudden it flew out of the chair. And oh, yeah. I 
think that was the moment that I that like I was like I need to know what's out there and I have been so into the paranormal aspect of our research that we've been doing uh the hoax that we've that we've gotten into like the Amityville hoax and then it and then we have something you know surreal in front of us uh with TikTok and social media and any kind of like platform do you think having these other platforms out there to either spread a hoax fear or actually show evidence how do you think that hurts or helps the you know the community well i think the technology is has jumped ahead so far in cgi that uh any one of us now can sit down and and hoax a video which is is kind of sad but it makes you have to prove that video you know uh so much harder now but uh back in the day when when i was running cameras and running around on investigations i used uh, a digital camera that actually used a digital eight format so it was a tape that's running and recording digital on this camera so it's like you, you could do something and post at it if you wanted to but yeah the technology today makes it so much easier to to fake these videos so mm -hmm. it, and it, it and it creates i think a lot more unbelievers or disbelievers because of that technology because that's the first thing you hear out of anybody's mouth nowadays TikTok, whatever cgi cgi it's fake you know who paid them so yeah um you were talking about some of your first investigations like the the brown mountain lights what did going and doing some of these investigations did it help you open your eye did it did it help you see something that you didn't you weren't fully across the line over um i think any of the evidence that we added into our investigations definitely made me see more and believe more and even dig more um made me more uh more into the technology or looking for more technology that would help me bring about some of this evidence say for instance uh audio uh i one of the purchases i did make was an sp7 that's a samuel bravo-7 uh unit and what that does is it sweeps through uh radio stations very quickly you can change the sweep speed or whatever at the same time you record audio so if anything comes through on a frequency uh you catch bits and pieces of the audio coming through so i've had pretty good luck with the sb7 actually um other things are the cameras uh you know uh running remote camera systems so that we could catch up especially audio because back in the day you can imagine that uh I was using a lot of analog equipment that I could remotely uh, transmit through like an AM FM transmitter to where I was stationed uh, at a listening station or a watching or a viewing station. So, yeah, I think a lot of the technology helped me get to, uh, well, I wonder if we can do this, you know, or if I if I use this piece of equipment, what can I bring about? Um, even right. low tech stuff, uh, back in the day, like I said, um, when I was doing that discovery stuff, that was like 20 years ago, 
So, and about that time, that's probably when I was most heavily into the paranormal investigations, but we were using stuff as low tech as, as putting baby powder down onto like black sheets mm-hmm. to uh, see footprints, near, right? near entryways. And, mm-hmm. and also, um, believe it or not, hanging paper streamers from the ceiling in a grid pattern to see if anything would pass through. So very low tech to high tech, you know. Oh yeah, no. I I've seen some I've seen some uh, investigations on YouTube that are that they use the baby powder or they'll they'll use a flashlight or they'll um, you know they 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 do have some of the higher tech stuff, but they do like to do like the more you know primitive primal stuff like the baby powder and the flashlight. Um, right. Uh, so on all your you know adventures, what's the most realistic thing that you've seen that gives you light and points you into the, the direction of there is an afterlife and it's this and uh, aliens are real bigfoot loch ness monster like you said like what was the most damning evidence that you've <coughs> that you found so far well that's that's a big loaded question because i've i've studied just about every aspect that i can think of and have uh, gathered evidence that i could find but one thing i i did have to open my mind up to was that in our plane of physical light existence what we can see in the visible light spectrum is only but a small fraction of what we can what what's actually out there because we have uh i think that we have you know multi-dimensional uh beings and and uh worlds if you will that exist around us and i think with uh the infrared technology that i used for the cameras even back then uh we had a a mode on there called super night vision and it actually slowed the video down uh increased the aperture open time and if you guys know what the night vision looks like nowadays it's kind of like what it was but it slowed it down to where you're able to see more of that visible light. So if you had only this much visible light, the infrared and and the uh, ultraviolet light it was allowing more of that to come in. And that's that's one of the big things that that caught my eye was seeing the the orbs of light. You've got have seen orbs left and right, oh, right? Yeah, they're, oh, they're on you're, most paranormal they're, videos. Yeah, yeah, you're like, "Oh, is it dust? Is it this? Is it that?" And, you know, you can imagine back in the day, I was getting emails left and right, tons of them with nothing but these, you know, light orbs. And what is this? And is this my grandfather? And, you know, is this my dead pet, you know, coming back to see me? And the only correlations I could find with that was the smaller percentage of the pictures or video that I got, if it came with, uh, at the same time as something, I was hearing something audibly, like, like you know, a dog had passed. You know, you hear a barking dog or you hear somebody speaking. If that happened at the same time I saw an orb, you know, I used that as maybe an indicator that something paranormal was going on in that room. And one of the things that we would use also was we'd use a... Uh, a Wimshurst generator or a Van de Graaff machine to spray ions into the room to create like a highly charged uh, atmosphere in which we could, uh, you know, capture these anomalies. 
So does that help? Yeah, yeah. absolutely. Yeah, that's actually like. Super I was gonna say that's um, yeah, immensely helpful. Because basically, by doing that, you're just like changing the amount of energy that's in the room. Yeah, yeah, you're creating an atmosphere that's rich for them to be yes. able to manifest into a physical form in the light spectrum. At in the most cases, and beyond that, with the cameras that we could actually catch. So. I liked what you said when you said the the multi-dimensional and you brought that up because I, yeah. I kind of was, I, I was thinking in my head to ask, when you think of, you know, the multi-dimensional things, so is is everything that you think, or not everything per se, but is, is your belief more in the everything's a spiritual type of thing over like the nuts and bolts, like UFOs and stuff like that. Is it more of like an energy multi-dimensional thing or, or, or do you think, you know, there's well, aliens from like another planet, you know, well, like you know, type. That's yeah. That's a good question. Um, I think that there are certain things, uh, because basically, uh, life is, uh, what, what do you have? Frequency, vibration, and light, right? Mm -hmm. And I think that there are some things, maybe more, um, what do you want to say, organic, that can survive and or create in these uh, multidimensional, uh, uh, what do you want to call them, uh, divisions or different Almost layers like pockets. Like, right right like they you know they have a, a a place to where they can manifest but outside of that it's right. all spiritual and it depends on i think the frequency range that they're in and how we're able are they able to raise their vibration or are we able to raise our vibrations enough to interact with their vibrations but i don't think that all of these interdimensional beings uh, being organic again, uh, I don't think that they're always vibrating at the same frequency. I think at certain times, they like during a full moon, you know, you know, you, you and I know that the full moon definitely affects uh, activity. Mm -hmm. uh, a storm because of the electrostatic energy that's created the lightning, the electricity, the ether that is in our air, you know, that surrounds us mm -hmm. every day. But yeah, that's, that's what I, that's why I think that uh, Sasquatch is rare. You know, they're like, well, if you believe in Sasquatch, um, why, why haven't we found a, a skeleton, you know, because I think they're, they're interdimensional beings and they okay. can, they can come and go at will using portals or portals they create to travel between these dimensions. And I think those veils between our dimensions uh, become thinner when you're able to, you know, during a full moon or, you know, like I said, during a storm, uh, you know, when people say, oh, the house is haunted, let's go during, when do they say Halloween, right? Yeah, well, that's it's always thirty first. Yeah, right, it's always right. something like that. Or... Well, it's during those times, uh, in the months, those months, right, September through April, April ish, mm -hmm. um, when you have a drier air, 
and you also have an atmosphere that's more conducive to electrostatic and electrical energy in the ether. Oh, okay. Yeah, no, that totally makes sense. Uh, right. I, I, I like I like that because it's you, you can't have the total almost think of it as like amperage from one if you don't have the organic stuff interacting as well like the thunderstorms and stuff like that that we obviously know is there and can see all the time like the moon and stuff like that so that that's a really awesome answer i i was that was one of my big things because i'm big into you know lovecraftian thought mm-hmm. and those the i always thought you know there was always something to like the amount of knowledge you can handle for certain beings and stuff like that. And, you know, maybe they're there, but it's always like something has to happen to like break that veil. Right. So it's kind of like the same thing in a, in a gist type of sense. So I like that. And, and you know, something else along those same lines that you're talking about is, that when people have these paranormal experiences, especially with like Sasquatch or alien, they always talk about telepathic communication between mm-hmm. them and, and whatever being that's there, you know? So I, I see that a lot. So I think there's, like I said, uh, I think things vibrate at different uh, frequencies and vibrations uh, at the point where we can, see or they can manifest to what we can see can you guys imagine how tripping of balls we would be if we could see everything that was around us at all the time you know no it's it's so that's one of those it'd be like a bad me, yeah. bad psilocybin trip wouldn't it <laughs> <laughs> yeah. so the thing with uh the thing with what the the energy that you were just talking about we actually brought that up on our amityville horror like we honestly both believe that we're just it's just we're just going to be here and we're just going to basically form mass clumps of energy that can be seen are we on the right track with that i mean well i think what you're what you're reaching for is the psychic imprint and uh we talk about that we had talked about that when we were doing uh like haunted homes some mm-hmm. some place where something tragic had happened maybe the guy you know offed himself with a shotgun or or mm-hmm. somebody was you know abused physically sexually mentally in a home uh i think a lot of those things leave imprints on you know these homes or locations and it's kind of like a a tape recording to where going back to analog uh, I think that those are imprinted and, and, you know, some of those things I think play over and over kind of like a recording. So like uh, on the anniversary of say George in his house, he shot himself, you know, it happened uh, April 8th, you know, uh, back in 72. So every year on that anniversary, you know, you have this playing through so I think those may be imprints, uh, meaning something has been imprinted on the environment. And it's always, it's kind of like um, something that's always there. Other times, I think, too, in these haunted locations, is there are interactive entities there that you uh, may ask, can you knock three times or two times on a wall if you're here, if you can hear me? Um, and, and you'll get this stuff back. 
you know, and, and I've recorded that over the years. Uh, but yeah, I, I, I think that's, I think that's pretty much where we're at on that. So you actually bring up something that I was kind of also curious about when it comes to hauntings or, you know, something like that. Mm-hmm. I, I understand, you know, the, uh, the instances, like, like we said in the Amityville horror, you know, he, he killed, uh, his six family members in one night, you know, I'm yeah. sure there's that there probably was some type of buildup of energy there, but there's never really been anything recorded. Um, it was, it's one of those things where I was kind of curious, uh, about the levels of like haunting, like is, is some, is a haunting that responds to you the same as like a poltergeist, like the knocking, is that something only a poltergeist can do? Or is that something that like, you know an everyday spirit can do or or what what's the threshold i guess before one becomes something like that you you, you know what i'm saying before it's more of like a an imprint between yeah yeah between an imprint a poltergeist type deal a possession whatever you want to call it <laughs> i think i think it may have to do with the amount of energy that imprinted on that location so like you know we talk about amityville you had six people yeah, he went and killed, uh, you know, brother, sisters, mom, dad, all that. Mm-hmm. And um, you had so much energy, you know, energy vibration again. I think the I think the more tragic, I feel it might be the stronger uh, connection. A part of me also thinks that maybe over time that lessens, you know, it lessens in severity. Mm-hmm. So... Um, I mean, that would kind of make sense because uh, you think about it, there's been hundreds of thousands of years of people dying. Technically, right. everywhere, like every, to, everywhere you, we walk should have If you go to Gettysburg, you're yeah. not walking away with, like, 15 people, like, jumping in the back seat, you know? Yeah, so I definitely right. agree with that. Right. I feel like they come with, like, almost a time stamp, but we right. just aren't, we'll never be uh, at the point where we are, what, always you know where we're gonna know that timestamp mm-hmm. per se and, and you know you have to remember that you know a lot of people that die they don't know they're dead you know there's yeah, oh, yeah so, absolutely their soul is still there so um and i have experience with this is actually having and helping um you know spirits pass over to tell them to actually go towards the light you know it's okay do you know you're dead? You know, that kind of a thing and kind of help them over. And on the other end of that spectrum, I have run into discarnate uh, demonic beings that I've had to um, move off dimension, if I should say. Uh, But they were some nasties that I had to deal with. And I remember when I first started doing that, and if you know about Ed and Lorraine Warren, they're famous demonologists. Uh, they, I'm getting chills just talking about it. But they, they used to drag all kinds of stuff home with them, you know, and things that would attach to them and negative entities. But they had to surround themselves with protective light, you know, the light of God. You know, you're not allowed to come home with me. But in my, I remember my first early days though. Uh, once or twice coming home without doing any of that and any of the protection and the light and everything. And, uh, you know, going into the bedroom, hearing all this, this loud bang. And I'm like, what was that out there? So I went out to the kitchen 
and all the cabinet doors are open. You know, I'm like, uh, okay. Oh, fuck. Yeah. What are you doing here? You need to go. Or there were knocks on the wall or on the floor even at one point. What uh, was the worst experience you've been through? Like, what was the, 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 the walkout or like, were you physically hurt? Like what, what's the uh, worst? I've been scratched. Yeah. I've been scratched, um, on my back, my front, uh, usually in threes, mm -hmm. uh, because they like to mock the Trinity if it's anything demonic and evil, which that's usually what's going to try to physically manifest and, and hurt mm -hmm. you. Um, I've had them whisper in my ear, like, get out, you know, and I've heard this, uh, I felt the scratches, uh, and of course, one of the easiest ways they can traverse upon your physical being is through dreams. So you're in the theta state at that point, and it almost gives them an on-ramp onto your soul. So, like I said, it's nothing to be messed with. And um, my experiences in the past have shown that with protection and knowing that, you know, I'm a firm believer in God, not religion, but God. And I know that God dwells within all of us. Once you have that and you have the love of God, then you know that nothing can get through, nothing can touch you. And I have on one um, demonic, uh, I'm not going to say exorcism because I'm not a trained exorcist, right. but on one of those occasions, uh, you know, she started this, this one gal, we knew there was a haunting. She, she started spatting out in Latin, something probably she never knew. I started, you know, of course we were recording at the time and uh, something told me, I asked for St. Michael to come behind me and protection for protection. And at that moment, because I knew what I was getting ready to do, I was getting ready to go into a pseudo battle. Uh, I felt a legion of, of angels behind me with St. Michael. It felt like I had 10,000 behind me. And it's like, I knew at that point that anytime I needed help, all I had to do was ask. And it was for the right reason. Um, playing back that episode, and that was also the home location. Uh, Tyler, you talked about with the EMF meter that got knocked over. Mm -hmm. <clears throat> Sorry, my throat's dry. Oh, you're good. Um, so yeah, so we watched that on video. We saw the meter, you know, tip forward. It was we, the, it was the craziest thing that has yeah. imprinted into my brain. You can since hear, I was like fucking right. eight. Yeah, you could see it, and you could hear that meter climbing goes ring mm -hmm. and it started going up the meter got pushed forward and over onto its side that was the same exact house that i'm talking about that we had this uh yeah the experience with uh one of the demonic entities um but i banished it to uh off world off planet man i sent that that son of a bitch i sent him i sent him gone <laughs> and oh, it yeah. felt it felt what well, wasn't me but it was through me that uh, Archangel Michael and the legions of angels that actually pushed him through. But I created a conduit that makes sense. This isn't about me. It's about what comes through me and the powers that are given through me to actually stand up against 
you know, some of this evil in our world. So that's, I love that you keep, you're like perfectly using all these words that are leading into everything I want to ask you. So you said conduit. And the first thing I wanted to, I wanted to bring up about that is you mentioned Ed and Lorraine Warren having stuff attached to them, you know, dragged with them through their many battles, you know, as you said, what, where, what's your stance on, I guess, anything like I think of Alistair Crowley. Mm-hmm. and his old crowd, you know, with the moon child rituals and stuff that you hear about throughout the ages that to bring these things, you know, these secret teachers, uh, malevolent beings, you know, stuff that we Aliens. don't necessarily know. Yes, exactly. Some were the greys. Yeah, some were the greys. Okay. And Alistair Crowley's uh, daughter, do you know who that was? I unfortunately no. No, do I not. don't. Barbara Bush. Barbara Bush? Barbara Bush. Alistair Crowley's and another daughter was Betty White. That's some crazy out there stuff. But anyway, Alistair Crowley, he actually uh, did a sketch up. If you remember, and if you followed Alistair Crowley, you know that he would use blood rituals or, yeah. Yeah. Or satanic uh, ritual sacrifices. Yeah. He practiced the Lama. Yeah. But But yeah, I remember he would make, he would make those uh, pies out of menstrual blood and oh, semen and just the and, worst and excrement and stuff like that. Oh and yeah, it was. Yep, it was. It was the feed it to people. Yeah, oh, it was one of the. So like I said, so that's perfect. You know, like I said, that and they were in turn in the Moon Child ritual that is the biggest one that's talked about. And then L. Ron Hubbard and Jack oh. Parsons, you know, <laughs> they try they tried it as well. Uh, yeah, it, it's just one of those things where when when they brought stuff over were they trying to be a conduit for something or were they just opening the door and what they were opening the door okay so they weren't so they weren't necessarily being like you know uh what what did it was it awas it was awas wasn't supposed to take him over awas was supposed to guide him in our plane basically right that's that's the slippery slope here uh there's demonic possession mm-hmm. there's uh demonic attachment and there's also demonic well same thing but demonic obsession okay so a a person can be influenced by demons that come through or they can be totally taken over like a walk-in situation to where they are possessed yeah so uh Aleister Crowley and that whole bunch man you talk about the Bushes the Clintons uh the it all blood blood sacrificial um uh, I'm at a loss here for a word uh all these blood sacrificial rituals they would create to appease these demonic blood sucking Yes, menstrual blood, all of that mm-hmm. uh, was kind of like an offering to them. Yeah. So what you hear nowadays, I'm not sure how far down this rabbit hole you want to go, but <laughs> do you guys know what adrenochrome is? Adrenochrome. I, it sounds familiar, but off the top of my head, I don't, I, I'm at a loss for it. No, okay. yeah, I'm, I'm, yeah, I'm out on, out on that one. Okay. Um. <laughs> To appease their demonic reptilian gods, they mm-hmm. offer them 
adrenalized blood from young children and they and they and they get that Uh uh-huh sorry i was i so is that the same as what do they call it argon energy argon energy i don't think orgon energy has to do with blood ritual i don't think so i was i was gonna because that's what i always heard that the reptilians were basically fed off of it was negative emotions yeah loosh oh so loosh okay okay so so i guess the so i guess what you're going into is the more on on planet right what they do to appease to get them to come through to our physical plane of existence think of cern what do you think cern's doing i don't know who cern is cern in switzerland c-e-r-n do you know what the cern is no no, I, I'm at a loss for that one too. I'm, 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 I've only. You don't know I, about I, the experimental I, CERN, the no, the, no. the 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 hydrons. I, I'm gonna get this wrong, because I don't have it right in front of me. Was it the hydron collider? Oh yeah. Oh CERN. yes. Okay. Yes. Now I know what you're talking what about. What do you think yeah. they're using that for? They're using that as a big gateway. Oh yeah. Okay. I yeah. Can, I can see. Yeah. That's the high tech. Yeah. That's the high tech way of bringing them through. I'll, I'll and, explain this a little bit more to you after this because okay. that's a that's a whole. We'll be here for three hours. Yeah. That's that's <laughs> that's a big one. So anyway, basically, uh, they do through blood. You know, uh, mm-hmm. sacrifice. Um, these young children, the adrenalized, uh, blood. And if they want to go even further is they go for the pineal gland and they torture children to get the adrenaline going to get this adrenalized blood. It's called adrenochrome. And apparently it takes, from what I understand, it takes about a hundred children and sacrifice. Holy fuck. (laughs) hundred children to make one liter that goes for, I think is either $1.2 billion for adrenochrome so it's the most expensive yeah it takes 100 children adrenalized blood um but it's sickening so if you go back even further on that uh what have we been taught through movies growing up uh what creature thirsts for blood vampires right Mm -hmm. yep what have we been watching on TV? Buffy the Vampire Slayer. Uh, all these other different. Twilight, what? what yeah. New Nicolas Cage movie that's coming yes. out. Yeah, yep. Renfield. Yep. 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 Bram Stoker. They have to show you. It's their karma. They think, well, they believe that if they show you what they're going to do to you, or at least put it out in the, out in the open, then they don't get any bad karmic uh, feedback or blowback from that. They, oh, they so think we're all okay. stupid, man. They think we're all stupid and they just sit there and laugh at us. They put it in our faces every day in movies, uh, mm-hmm. television, uh, mainstream media. You know, of course, they're controlled. But uh, yeah, this is a big old nasty, stinky, dirty, wide and deep swamp that needs to be drained. And this is uh, truly, this is truly good against evil. So, 
So with you bringing up the reptilians and the greys, with mm-hmm. the uh, <laughs> I got I got to get into it, man. I, it's it's alien time, it. baby. Uh, with the intelligence authorization bill being passed in 2021 and with 400 plus reportings of UAP since the bill's passing, do you feel like there hasn't been enough talked about when it comes to the possibilities of extraterrestrials and what they're doing here? I mean, we've had we've had weather balloons. We've had planes. We've had uh, I mean, I've seen videos yeah. of just a ball flying through the air, a metal okay. ball, and then a jet fighter flying not even seconds mm-hmm. after it. I mean, we're so we're going to talk about this a little bit later, but we're so in like anytime you see it, it's like, we're just, we're taking it out. It's done. It's, it's, it's in our area. We're taking it out. Yeah. I, I saw that video you're talking about. They're actually, the fighters are chasing this thing down. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> Most of that stuff that you're seeing in the sky, that's, that's our stuff. That's all top secret. That's area 51. That's S4. That's what I was that's Groom Lake. It's all of our shit that was reverse engineered back in Eisenhower's day when they did create this contract with yep, the, the treaty. alien, the treaty. That's right. And uh, what did we get for that treaty? Or in that treaty, we got technology, right? Cell phones, Cell phones internet, yes, all that yes. stuff. We, it's we all got the alien keys technology. To where we're at now. Fiber mm-hmm. optics, all of it. Okay. Yep. No, I totally. That is that is definitely something that the uh, you know the story of Roswell stuff like that. Yeah. Uh, it, it, the Corona incident, I guess, if you want to be specific about it. Yep. Uh, stuff like uh, even Skinwalker Ranch, they're Ooh, doing they're doing stuff on I Skinwalker love Ranch. Shit about Skinwalker Ranch. Yeah, the, Skinwalker the, Ranch is a pretty bad mojo there. They. There's definitely a portal or a ship that's buried underneath the mountain in that area. Oh, there, just, there has to be. It's, between... such, a, it, it's such a well-known story, uh, just skinwalkers in general. Mm-hmm. I had my almost seven-year-old son in the back of the car. Uh, we were driving, and he was like, yeah, I was talking to somebody about a skinwalker. I'm like, the fuck did you just say? A skinwalker? <laughs> How do you know anything about this? Wow. That's, that's yeah. something. So, like... <laughs> So with with everything being passed and like when that bill came up and it got passed and the first alien video came out, just like most things on social media, it's here and then it's gone. Do you feel like we are talking about these experiences more often or it's just something that we push to the side? We, we acknowledge it and go, yes, there's a flying saucer. Next video, please. Well, yeah, back in the day, it was a thing. It was like, oh, yeah, talk about the UFOs, talk about the UFOs. But now that more disclosure is happening, it's becoming like, oh, yeah, another UFO. You know, oh, yeah, that was a balloon in the sky that they shot down. But uh, I think that I think it's considered uh, not cognitive or not cognitive dissonance, but more of a predictive programming. They show it to you. They put it in your face. And say like uh, what they did with Trump, okay? So they indicted him. They brought him to New York, and mm-hmm. you know they went through the whole whole schemata there of what was going on, and you know drag him through the mud, da 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 da. And what do you think that's opening the door for? Don't you think? Don't yeah, you conspiracy? Don't you think that next they're going to go after the Democrat side too? Mm-hmm. Don't you think that kind of like not numbs us to it, but kind of gets us ready, you know, for something else that may be happening. So there's a lot of predictive programming and psyops that that are going on in the world around us right now 
uh, paths we're being let down or things that are opening our eyes. But back to the UFO, uh, I, I think that it's, it's kind of getting to the point where, yeah, it's another UFO. And I think most folks are like, well, if it doesn't land in my backyard and this guy doesn't get out of this creature and talk to me or I don't, you know, or if I don't get abducted, I'm not going to mm -hmm. believe in it, you know. So I think they're getting us ready for something. It's called Project Bluebeam. Do you guys know Go about on. Project Bluebeam? No. I've only known about uh, a few Project Blue anythings, but right. not Bluebeam. Project Blue Book, yeah, was back in the... God, that yep. was back in the 50s, wasn't it? And they, yeah, their, their force actually, yeah, it shut that down. That mm -hmm. was kind of a, that was a psyop in a, in a way to kind of for soft disclosure for uh, most of us normies back in that day when I was a normie, if I could remember that far back. You know what? I never was a normie. Okay, there you go. <laughs> never was. Always weird as fuck. Um, had my own thoughts and yeah. So, and I think keeping an open mind like that, it's allowed me to learn so much more than, than just shutting it down. But uh, yeah, I think uh, do some research on Project Bluebeam. It's where they can actually holographically on the skies project craft and things like that. As in UFO oh, we've seen, crap. yeah, we've seen yeah. stuff okay. like that. Oh, yeah, okay. Planes yeah. going and then all of a sudden they're gone. Mm -hmm. Yeah, no, I've seen stuff like that. Okay, so right. that explains a lot of you know the the kind of previously unexplained phenomena where it's I've seen something going you know 120, what is it kilometers per second, and mm -hmm. then five seconds later it's gone. So right, just disappears. Uh, you had made mention whenever we were talking in our text that you had comments about the uh, the Area 51 raid and everything. Oh, shit. Hold on. We got to go back because the, the phone started ringing. So you had made comments uh, during our text feed about the Area 51 raid. Uh, not just Area 51 raid, but the our alien episode in general. I, I, I want to hear your comments, dude. I want to hear it because we are basically four guys in a room that have no idea and we love learning so like anything you have to fill us in on I'm, I'm here to listen for okay let's see let's see what i took put on my notes here um oh, area, area 51 uh groom lake s4 two different mm -hmm. locations very close together uh reverse engine or reverse ufo technology it's where they pulled a lot of the technology we have today um they still have craft underground that they have captured over the years. There have been, I don't know how many, dare I say hundreds of craft that have been recovered. And a lot of them sitting at Wright-Patterson Air Force Base. Um, not everybody knows that, but uh, Area 51 is also, and, and as you guys know, you've heard of DUMS, right? Deep underground mm -hmm. military bases. Yep. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So they store them there. They they you know pick them apart they got their scientists that do this that and the other and try to reverse engineer everything but uh area 51 i was trying to look for the graphic earlier uh before i come on i couldn't find it but actually showed the different levels of area 51 like one levels used for you know hybridization of humans uh you know dna replication uh and maybe another level or two was, you know, nothing but UFO down craft that they were trying to reverse engineer and, 
you know, the deeper you go towards the bottom is where they actually had some of these aliens in captivity, you know, some of the baddies, you know, mm -hmm. uh, a lot of them had spawned from the third and fourth Reich, Germany. We're talking about Antarctica underground bases. Oops. Sorry. That was a big red bill. <laughs> um, so you guys want to know what's going on in Antarctica as well. You know, you've got all that going on. Uh, and I, I remember you guys also talking about Tartaria. You know, that's a big rabbit hole that you need to go down sometime. But, uh, you know, you see all these uh, these beautiful buildings that are, you know, hundreds of years old and mm -hmm. they tear them down and they and they put up these new structures to take the place of them. If you look around in some of the older established cities, I know downtown Danville had some and we have some around here in Asheville and uh, just old. And these old buildings had the old uh, free energy tech that was that was still within these buildings where they would pull like big antennas, this energy from the ether through the building to create this free energy. Well, if you think about it, you know, the Rockefellers and all these dumbasses, you know, decided they they want to keep rape. How can how else can we rape the the people of the planet? You know, of course, they're going to charge us for energy. So that's that's something else that you guys might want to check into. But Tartaria, free energy uh, from the ether. Um, another wild one is now that we're coming into gardening season is electroculture. We're using copper wire. The higher you go, the more energy you're able to pull out of the ether, wrapping it around a post or a stick even and pushing it down into the soil, electrifying it. So, yeah, that's that's some other crazy stuff. Uh, Area 51. See what else? I haven't been there. Of course not. You know, they chase you off and you guys oh, are I've wondering. Seen videos of a, there yeah. was a video of a guy who was stopped at the gate who mm -hmm. was telling the guards like, hey, I'm here to see so and so. And they're like, no, you're not. Leave. He's like, <coughs> yeah. I have this. I have this piece of paper right here. And they're like, we don't care. Leave. About the only way they get in and out of Area 51 is. I think it's Las Vegas airport and they use these specialized um, uh, small planes. I don't know if they're 727, 737. I'm not sure if they call it Janus Air or something like that. I can't remember the name off the, off, off the bat. Uh, but that's, that's the main way they get their contractors in and out of that area. Now, they know, of course, that more and more people are watching that area and seeing, you know, watching what's going on or or at least trying to observe, you know, these reverse engineered craft, which for most cases, you guys have seen the black triangles, right? With the lights in the corners, the yes, UFOs. Yes, yes, yeah, yes, yeah, yeah. That's ours. That's a TR-3B. That craft, and as a matter of fact, there's like TR-4s probably now. But uh, that is ours. That was reverse engineered technology that uses zero point energy. So it actually, uh, from what I understand, I'm not an engineer in uh, astrophysics or anything like that, or aeronautics. It was going to be, but anyway, that's another story. <laughs> um, but they actually push off the ether energy, I think, that's in our atmosphere and they also uh take advantage of the ley lines that crisscross the earth as well 
Okay. Well, the Earth plane. Yeah, the, the ley lines played big into what we were talking about earlier with Aleister Crowley and all yeah. that too, where yeah. where the you being on those points of energy is what yes. was was your best bet. That's why there's certain areas where there's so many inter, intersecting ones where you could there's it's almost unbelievable what you could do if you actually knew it, how to do it. It's an is electrical spent, grid. Yeah. Is that why you spent time in Egypt? I I remember his story, him ending up in Egypt for a little bit of time, and that's when he was doing a lot of his no, practices. I, I think he spent time in Egypt, if I'm not mistaken, because uh, he wanted to study the pyramids and those and those uh, mythos well, specifically. Well, you guys know who the Egyptians are, right? Yeah. Who were they? They're Where did they come Egypt. from? He didn't. He didn't understand your question. No, no, we don't. No, we don't. The Atlanteans. The Atlanteans. The, yes. Dry land. Oh, Atlanteans? From Atlantis. Yeah. Okay. They took their technology. They were giants. That's how they were able to build the pyramids. One block at a time. I'm talking. You know, thirty, I do, 50, I do 60 actually, foot giants. I do recall actually a few mm-hmm. a few stories I've gotten into that do say that. <laughs> um. I, I, I kind of want to do this just because I was curious earlier while we were talking. So we've brought up the reptilians, and those are those are the bad guys in every sense that I've come the, across. The Drake, yeah, there's there's a couple classes. Draconians. Uh, yeah, yeah, draconian. The draconian reptilians are the ones we mostly hear about. They're mm-hmm. they're like the upper echelon, and then mm-hmm. you have the lower grunts that are below them. But yes, the worker the, cask or yeah, whatever. Yeah, yep. and the grays. Yeah. So, so like I, I ask about I ask about the reptilians specifically because I, I I've listened to a few uh, coast to coast AMs with oh, yeah. George Nori. Yeah. I, I I like to go there, and I I love I love him. He's awesome. He gives you know he gives all of his his yeah, he shows I, all of his ass in his I, story. I, it, it I, I did a show with him once. Uh, did you did? So yeah, this will kind of this will kind of hit home. Out in California, it was one of his. Uh, yeah, it was one of his beginning shows. It was a pilot that uh, we went out and participated in out in. Uh, that was uh, not San Bernardino. It was Burbank. It's actually awesome. where the studio was. But so, uh, <laughs> yeah, he's he's full of himself, and I'm not. I used to be fully on board with Nori, but not so much anymore that that leads into my question because you were talking about it earlier with media and stuff and he's obviously a huge outlet coast to coast has been an outlet for this type of for for as long as i can think back and i'm only 26 years old right but that's why where i kind of was curious on where you stand because when i think of george nori i think of questions like so you say reptilians are a part of our uh our being and uh so if they are uh my one question is uh where do they put their skins when they molt you know, and I and I think of questions that he That's asked almost one. just almost just like that, where I'm like, is he a part of the problem now for the seriousness of it, or is it more? You know, did he go more Alex Jones, where now it's a character more than a belief or something yeah, like that? I think you're on the on the correct lines there on that. Um, I think for visibility reasons, he was able to bring a lot of that out. Same with Alex Jones too. You know. Uh, you got to think about how much of that, how much are they are controlled opposition, you know, Mm. you know, they're on a payroll somewhere or somebody's got, somebody's got some sort of blackmail, uh, leverage on them. There's always an agenda with anybody. 
Yeah. Always yeah. an agenda. No right. Who it is. One of the big things is follow the money. So if you got yep. some money making money, these guys are out there grifting, you know, or, or whatever, or pushing a product, you got to kind of follow that. Now I could, I can kind of understand if you're trying to, you know, uh, use maybe a sponsor to help you pay for airtime or, or internet connectivity. But if you're making hand over fist and driving a Bentley or something like that, then I'd look into that a little closer. But George Nori, uh, I, I think that he's helped. Of course, he's, you know, one of the pioneers be, be behind our bell, you know, because our yeah. bell was before him. Uh, yep. George Norrie and I miss our bell. Yeah, missing the death. Bell. Yes, yep. yes, bless his soul, man. But uh, I, I think Norrie's more of a showman. But it takes something kind of like that for somebody to stop and and listen to somebody because if someone's not very polished or, or entertain, entertaining, you know, how long is somebody going to sit there and listen to this person talk about a subject, or let alone mm -hmm. believe them? Uh, yeah, true or not. Yeah. yeah. Alex Jones is another one. Uh, I think he's also, uh, I think he's Masonic. Um, I think quite a few of them are uh, in the Masonic order. Are, so. are, are you thinking that when I think of them, I think I, I want to go almost to the track of like disinformation for half of the stuff. Some of the, you know, are they, are they, a it's, disinformation psyop that's allowed to say and do what they're doing or is it I like think there's a percentage i think it's like 80 and 20 so okay. they give you 80 percent truth and slide in a little bit of disinformation oh i got you on this much you know we're fishing here right so yeah. they're they're bringing you in they get you to a point and then they're like okay well, let's throw this other stuff in there and they'll definitely believe that too you know so i'm mm -hmm. kind of that's where i'm kind of at with some of these people and some are 50 50 so it's very hard to discern who's 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 a bullshitter bullshit artist and uh you know who's who's true from the heart follow the and money that, yeah and that leads me into my question it's how do you discern what's real and what's fake from from any of the from any of the quote unquote conspiracies, like how do you discern from what's real and what's fake? Whether it be the reptilians, whether it be aliens, ghosts, hollow moon, hollow moon, anything along those lines, the you know, wheat like, theory from the like, chaff, yeah, the wheat from the chaff. Yeah, exactly. um, I look to my inner discernment on most of that stuff. If it doesn't smell right, taste right, um. I think I'm to the mind side enough uh, to where I'm able to discern at a pretty good rate. Uh, you know, there's some things, of course, in my past that I've read about or seen or studied that I've had to throw out because it's like completely finding out something later that, yeah, you know, this was a disinformation campaign, uh, part of a psyop to lead us all down this pathway, you know? Mm -hmm. So it, that's a daily thing, man. That's a daily thing. And I think the further you research, the more and more you dig into a subject, the more and more that becomes clearer as to what's going on. And they could still have you buffaloed and not, not knowing exactly what's going on. But I, I think, I think to say, yes, there are reptilian aliens. Yes, I've seen them. 
yes, I slept with one of their daughters, you know, that kind of a thing, you know, <laughs> and reptilian sex, you know, oh, yeah, they, so, uh, the, the, the but, abduction stories like, that I've fucking yes, heard yeah, like, are yeah. just what, what was it? Elizabeth Clark. She yeah. fell she was, in love with them. She was huge with, uh, Akon, Akon from... and <laughs> Starcon mm-hmm. from mm-hmm. The, from the Bracon. No, it was from. Yep. Oh man, fucking ridiculous! It, it was, there was, was three of them. Yeah, and she fell she, in love with them. They've been watching them from the entire from like birth to like at that point in time. Yeah, and the, they, those were the Venusians. Venusians, right? yeah. yeah, and they, yep. they they lived on a they lived <laughs> on they lived on. There's Arcturians, what? not the Arcturians, so, uh, Pleiadians. I was going to say could before we before we start getting to wrap up because this was this has been awesome and I'd love I'd love to do this again sometime to go down some more after we've done some more yeah, of that'd our be own great. research. But before we start closing up, do you want to will you just give us a rundown real quick of the races of aliens that you that you know that you subscribe to belief in? At least if if there's more than ten, keep it to ten just for time's sake. But I was I oh, keep hearing there's only a little bit more time. I like I, I still have I have uh, one more personal question for okay, the group, perfect. and then we have two fan emails that wanted to directly talk to you before we close things out. Okay, perfect. So we'll run down the races of mm-hmm. the aliens, and then we'll do our last few closeout questions. Because I have always go. been curious. Because I hear you know there's. There's like twelve root races, and then there's there's you know certain ones that aren't existing anymore. You know, so I'm just kind of curious on what your stance is on that. I'm not super versed on that. I know about the greys. I know that there are worker bees for the reptilians and the Draco reptilians. I've heard of uh, avians, which are bird-like creatures. Um, hang on a second, let me get you back on video. Um, I've heard of the Arcturians. I've heard of Pleiadians. Um, there's also a, a another species I've heard of. Uh, they're kind of a, a canine type. And there's also a feline type of creature. Um, but a lot of these are just things I've heard after. But of course, you know, the most famous are the the gray aliens, you know, the worker bees, the drones that are sent down to do whatever they got to do. Demonic, uh, little demonic entities, you know, but most of these are manifesting, uh, into our physical realm through, I think these, these bodies, you know, they're kind of, kind of like what we are, you know, cause we are, like I said, we're spiritual beings having a physical you know, experience, you know, when these meat, meat bodies, but, um, so, so do you by chance subscribe to the idea of the Tulpa, the Tulpas that we, you know, be created? Uh, yes. Yeah. Like, like yes. Nick Redfern in his book about the Slenderman and yeah. and all that, like you, you, you do believe that that is something that we yes. have as a, as a, we are creators as a race as a species race. we can manifest that ourselves there's we can manifest so much more than we know about right now we have been okay. held back you know they talking about you know in the beginning that uh, us uh as a spiritual beings had you know or physical in the physical had 24 strands of dna not just the two you know but uh yeah, I believe that we can create. We are creators. 
And that's one of the big things that they wanted to keep from our knowledge. Um, the pineal gland has a lot to do with that. The chakras that align our bodies have a lot to do with that, which, you know, help feed and generate this, uh, uh, you know, to stimulate the crystals inside the pineal gland mm -hmm. and align us to this. But yeah, yeah, tulpas. Oh, yeah. And, and Nick Redfern, I worked with Nick out at uh, Roswell when I did my uh, Discovery Channel piece out there. Um, we uh, we were a group called Exops. There was a total of eight of us that they flew out first to San Bernardino, California, to Norton Air Force Base. So we had our studio there and they took us in a private jet, flew us from there and that Air Force Base out to Roswell. And then we went to the museum. Uh, we went to the crash site. Uh, we also went to the hangar and did a somewhat of a seance kind of a thing, which mm -hmm. got interesting noises, was, uh, people sure. in the That's crew awesome. that were physically attacked. And, and this one guy crumpled to the floor. He was okay later, but, uh, but yeah, yeah, that's, that's 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 some some uh, fun rabbit holes to be jumping down. Yeah, that's awesome. I've I, I'm a I'm a kind of a big Redfern fan. Yeah. After the few things I've gotten into, so that's awesome that Nick, you actually. Nick is awesome. Nick's an awesome dude. Uh, also, Jim Mars was on the Exops program with us. Do you know Jim Mars? Two uh, R's. Familiar. M A R R S. Look him up, Jim Mars. He did a lot oh, on okay. also the jfk assassination conspiracy as well god i love awesome. that fucking conspiracy that's a good one <laughs> i fucking love it yeah, one. yeah that one that one i went down rabbit hole just a couple months ago and you wouldn't believe how many people were lined up with the rifles on that day to make sure that that happened so i can only imagine if from there this, wasn't from just the stuff one. that i've gotten into it yeah just mm -hmm. a little bit dipping your toe into any of these subjects will just it will you will be so sucked down the rabbit hole it's not even funny that's my life one one video and by the time you know it mm. it's dinner time and you've watched five straight hours of just right some of the out there stuff that like brings you back in and goes okay th this could actually be a possibility i mean mm -hmm. it's nuts uh so for my producer and i i want to bring up uh we are going to do a asylum walkthrough basically for this show. Uh, we're going to be getting GoPros. Mm -hmm. uh, what do you think we would need to do an all night stay at an asylum that is, you know, relatively from what we've heard haunted. Right. Um, walkie talkies, walkie talkies, believe it or not. Um, you want, uh, EMF meter, at least one or two. There are, you know, there are stationary EMF field, tri-field meters that you can set up in like the most active areas and watch. Just like that meter got knocked over the chair. That's mm -hmm. a tri-field meter. That's an EMF tri-field meter. <coughs> uh, GoPros, yes. Batteries, extra, extra batteries. <laughs> you're, and, and you're laughing. But you know, this, no, I know. They, I've they seen suck. videos. Yeah. I've seen videos where they, they, they they'll suck. have their camera fully charged, and it's yeah. just like they're like, yeah. "Oh, I don't know. Okay. It's dead now." Go one step further. 
you know what I used to do in my investigations? I would what? take aluminum foil and create a Faraday cage around my extra mm -hmm. batteries. Nice. You got to. So you got how do you to do, do that? that? You just like basically surround the battery itself in create foil? A, create a shoebox. A shoebox? Okay. Yeah, do a sure. shoebox and then cover it in foil. Create a small Faraday cage somewhere where you can keep those batteries, okay? And anything else that may drain like that. And when you're ready to use them, that's when you use them because they they can suck down a battery in an instant. It's crazy. Right. We're, talk, we're talking about energy and frequencies and vibration. So they can also take your energy as well. So, protect. so you feel drained yes. and stuff. Yes, what, yes. What kind of protection would Jake and I need? Uh, surround yourself with white light. You know, ask God to be there with you and ask for St. Michael's protection. So with me, uh, I I have to get down with it because it's it's I I am borderline uh, satanic, right? Like the new age satanic belief where it's like it's just an image and a title it doesn't really mean like i'm not going out and sacrificing anybody there's no rituals there's nothing it's more like atheistic with a spice of just a little bit of i, I don't know like respect somebody uh, uh if science can prove it believe it uh women children don't harm don't harm animals like it's it's more modernized Basically, I don't know if you've ever seen anything by a, a man named Lucian Gray. He um, he has a lot of information on on that. So I, for me, it's I don't know how I myself would protect myself against something like that. Uh, do you have any advice for me? Like I don't know Jake's religious background. Uh, what are you? I'm gonna hop in quick. All right, he's gonna hop in real quick. Uh, but yeah, for, for me in general, it's, it's hard for me to call upon something like that. And I respect your religious beliefs. Don't like, don't get me wrong. Do not right. get me wrong. I respect everybody and anybody and how they feel. Mm -hmm. So, um, I just, I just want to know how I would personally, protect how myself. you as an atheist would protect yourself against yes. demonic forces. Yes. That's a slippery slope, man. That's kind of like being on the wrong team uh, going in there. But uh, <laughs> I don't think I have a clear answer for you because I no, know you, you You really have to uh, pretty much stay away from uh, a lot of, uh, yeah. You're just going to have to be it's, careful. It's, it's a hard question. It's yeah. a hard question, especially. It, it is. And I've never had to really uh, work with that. I have worked with other folks that have had that. Um, I, you know, I could uh, uh, surround you with protection, you know, whatever you don't believe in. I'll tell you what. I'll tell you what. Just ask for St. Michael's uh, protection. St. Michael's? Yeah. Okay. Yeah, I was going to say the night the night that we're doing the investigation, I believe it's going to be in October. Uh, we've been planning this for like two years now. Wow! Uh, just to just to do this, like the yeah. podcast has now gotten to the point where we can afford everybody. Well, not everybody, but mm -hmm. at least Jake and I and a couple other people to stay in the room. Right, right. Uh, well, people don't 
like Tom and was it Talon or was no it was Riley? So it was Riley. Riley didn't want to do it. So it was just you and I, I believe, going to do it. And I was doing. You want to join us? Right. Yeah. So, so it was three uh, of us then. All right. Yeah. No. Jake. Jake left the station. I asked a question about Jake, and Jake left the station. Yeah. Fucking jackass. Yeah. My <laughs> bad. It's okay. It's okay. We have a total of seven people here, so like wow. to do this show. Yeah, yeah. I've, I've built I built a little nice little thing going on out here with with this whole show. Like we've got nice. we've got editors. That's, we've got I've that's got, his nice way of saying we're the Grays, just yeah. to stay on topic. So <laughs> <Fuck> you, <laughs> okay, so to to follow Saint, in Saint now, Michael, yeah, Saint Michael. I'll call you uh, right before we go in. Wait, right before I walk in, can I'm I do something quick before you start that? Uh, what? No. So, speaking of the Greys, like, everyone thinks of the Greys. Um, the Devil's Den, mm-hmm. let's say. Like, the, the the guy who's part of that, I don't remember his name. I'm sorry about that. But he saw Monkey Man. Monkey Man. Oh, yeah, that's right. And he, he and his Monkey friend Man. from the military went mm-hmm. on a camping trip in a secluded area. And they got abducted. And he woke up and saw, like, not Monkey Man, but, like, he was... I it, guess it was monkey men because he was. says, "Don't patronize me." They look yeah. like fucking monkeys. <laughs> that was, as a kid, he got like he would wake up and like there would be lights in his window and monkey men coming into his bedroom and fucking with him. Hybridization so. could also be uh, mm. hallucinations on his side as far as what he might be expecting. You know, uh, see what I heard is sorry. Go ahead. No, that's all right. The only the only thing that would disprove that is like a a mass hallucination to where like two or three people see all these monkey men climbing through the window, you know, <laughs> at that time you have to think about, uh, alien hybridization. Cause they've been, they've been screwing with our DNA since, you know, I don't know for, you know, centuries. And I mean, that's basically like the whole point of abductions. Uh, the, the thought around it is that they're taking us up, taking our DNA so that they can make the, the perfect life form, right? Well, we are hybrids. We ourselves are hybrids. Yes, we are. Well, you'd have to assume so, almost. Uh, we, evolution. No, we we have... Well, think about the tails that some of us are born with at the mm-hmm. ends of our spines. We, we are an experiment and have been for, like I said, centuries, thousands of years. Uh, the Anunnaki are the ones that were actually... Uh, they, they are the ones who created the nef- Nephilim that uh, talk about in the book of genera- uh, listen, book of Genesis in the Bible, okay? Mm-hmm. Yep, the Nephilim. Yep, and the Anunnaki are the ones that basically uh, created, spliced, and hybridized us. We're part reptilian. Sorry, big red pill there. <laughs> you need to do some research on it. Um, so a lot of times they think, oh, why did this person do this? That, that's a horrible thing because that's because they're in the reptile mind. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Our reptile brain. I hear yes. that a lot in the, yes. in the talks is that exactly. our reptile brain takes over for those yep. instances our of un, inhumane ability to even basic, think. Very basic. Yeah. Caveman, uh, base, uh, our lusts, desires, uh, mm-hmm. you know, the, the wanting of blood, stuff like that. It all goes back to the reptilian brain, and uh, we are we are uh, hybridized, basically hybridized reptilian aliens, but not mm-hmm. completely aliens, you know, because right. we're humans and we're aliens. Right. Does so that make any back sense? to 
Yeah. Yeah. So yeah. back to the Devil's Den thing, you brought up a while ago that there was a, a three-point triangle black ship, which would be ours, you said, right? Yes, TR-3Bs. Yep. They saw they saw one of them, and they got sucked up into one of them, and then they had a, the way they quoted it, a, a guide tour. And that was a hybrid tour guide. You you fucking mm-hmm. ass backwards, motherfucker. Tour guide, guide tour. <laughs> Fuck off, right? Tour guide. Both yeah. looked at each other like, Leave. did he just fucking say that? Tour guide. All right, my bad. Behind the camera, yeah. not you, behind man. the mic. My bad. Tour hey, guide. Quit, quit busting his balls. Let him go. Yeah, <laughs> thank you. All right, Jeez, fuck you guys. Man. Yeah, keep. Yeah, come on, Jake. That All right, so a tour guide. Yeah. Kept like was like trying to keep him calm, and he said like he woke up and there were several humans around him, but there was a hybrid who was not a human but not an alien, hence the hybrid. Right. Trying to keep them all calm and That's what right. they want to see, and he said that he saw them. He saw this quote unquote hybrid during the Monkey Man thing, and he mm-hmm. thought the Monkey Man were wearing masks to make him as a kid, I guess, not be afraid of them. Could they? Right. They project do that themselves then or, because. Um, I had an experience once, uh, abduction experience, and I was taken aboard. I'll tell you this. We can go into it further in, in the future. But uh, awesome. what I do remember was as I'm, I'm laying inside this oval-shaped uh, room, there were several of them, uh, across the room to keep me calm. I wasn't freaking out. That's the weirdest thing. But I can always go back to before I got to this point. Uh, as I looked across the room, I think they sensed that I was apprehensive as to what was going on or getting ready to freak the fuck out, you know? So, you know what this guy did? The little gray alien across the room? He put on a smiley face, like he, a, like a mask on his face. And it was a smiley face, just like you see the Walmart smiley face. I was about to bring it up. Yeah. black. <laughs> And I just sat there. I just laughed. I was like, Haha. you know, I was like, well, that's funny. Um, Honestly, it's more terrifying than the great person. Well, <laughs> it's one of those things where they're not human. So I don't, they don't really know. They only know the base way to capture what they know mm-hmm. is our calming and happiness type stuff. You know, right. like, because when they can they only took, guess at it. When they took me out of the bedroom, this guy was peeking through the wall. Okay. And I was in the bedroom. This 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 one happened to me in Florida, and I was actually, I saw him peek his head through, and the first thing that came to my mind was brother. I'm like, brother, where's that, where the hell's that come from? So I wasn't scared of this guy. It's like I was kin to this thing. I'm like, where did that thought come from? Next thing I know, I'm being <laughs> levitated out through the wall of the house and up into the ship. And the only reason I know a lot of this is I went through a hypnotic regression session and okay. and and actually, you know, had this brought out. Once I passed through the wall and up into the ship, I didn't I didn't remember anything after that. Um, it was only through hypnotic regression that I saw the rest of this going on. So, yeah, it was weird because that next morning, uh, my dog, uh, Dakota had kind of it was kind of sick the next day almost and and dakota also had patches of fur that were coming off it was almost like a radiation sickness to where yeah to where they were exposed or maybe i've been exposed because i know the couple at least a couple of times it's happened to me 
I'd wake up the next morning and just felt like I was drugged face down behind a train, you know, for 200 miles. I just felt horrible. I felt drained of all my energy and just completely and, and kind of, you know, I felt a little bit of this radiation sickness, but have yeah. you found any like marks on you after that incident or no? Yes. Or any implants yes. maybe. So, so actually I can't remember. I think it's on the left or right arm. I did find something. I did find, it felt like a pebble underneath my arm, but I since cut it out uh, shortly after that time. And I, I did see like a little speck of blood on my arm and I went in there and I took it out. Uh, I, I couldn't tell it was, it must've been, it was so small, maybe a, even a crystalline structure. They talk about these implants are put into people. Um, mm -hmm. I've actually got one here. Mom said, she, my mother said she went through an experience one time and ended up with something. I don't know if it was in her arm as well, but she had to cut out. I've got it here at the house. It's in formaldehyde. The doc, Cause I told her, I said, if you ever get that cut out, let me know. Um, and uh I'll, I'll hang on to it i never did have it analyzed it's still here but it, it's something about you know abductions if you guys ever find yourself in that ex, in that experience say you know say out loud the best you can because a lot of it you feel like you know you're you're having sleep paralysis to where you can't move or scream and that's pretty scary in itself uh but if you say and this is i've heard this across the board i'm hearing it more and more People that say, you know, in the name of Jesus Christ, I, I command you off of me. This needs to stop now. And instantly, these guys are pulled out. And this is what happened to me the last time. It happened to me, and they haven't messed with me since. Hmm. So, I, like I said, it just weird stuff going on. I didn't, I didn't think I was going to be getting into that tonight. But anyway, oh no, you're <laughs> good. It's happened more than <laughs> once to me. But I, I can't talk to too many people about that one. But now we're on the live podcast. So <laughs> <laughs> yeah, awesome. my bad. I'm sorry. Safe for that. posterity. No, that's all right, brother. It's all right. But yeah, um, TR3Bs, uh, CIA, MK Ultra, a lot of these MK, things. That's a classic. Ultra. Yeah, yeah. Okay, sorry, it's for me personally. I've heard there's a smell of uh, freshly cut grass when you see one of these uh, UFOs. Is that... Who told you that? Who told you that? I it's supposed to be like one. sulfur. Sulfur. I heard I've that heard. recently, actually. Yeah, sulfur and pneumonia I get sometimes even. I heard it was right. like a freshly cut grass mixed... That's what I freaking heard. I'm sorry. Dude, I think you're not, just a redneck. No, that's all right. What I've heard? <laughs> I, never, what I've heard? I haven't heard that one yet, but I'll, I'll, I'll listen for it. Uh, yeah, probably completely grass. wrong. My bad. <laughs> it's a nice smell, though, right? Fresh oh, it's a lovely smell. They're better yeah. than sulfur. So. Yeah. <laughs> sulfur. Yeah. When when you guys are on investigations and you start smelling sulfur, you know that something's near. So that's when we need to call portal, on St. Michael. Yeah, that's a portal's been open. Uh, you know, you're breathing some of that air. Who knows what it was? But uh, yeah, sulfur's bad. Sulfur's bad news. Uh, so I posted a status on our Instagram and our Facebook, uh, for anybody that had any kind of questions that wanted to be heard. We, we don't normally do this with any kind of guests that we have on the show. Wow. Uh, but we've never had an expert like you. So it's actually oh, kind of I mean, the first. We had like Larry Hankin. I just share and, my knowledge. 
yeah, we've ha- we've had we've had people on the show like Larry Hankin from like movies like Billy Madison and and uh, Escape from Alcatraz. Uh, we've had uh, famous bands on here like uh, Telekinetic Yeti and and bands that are breaking through the surface that would that we fully believe in listeners of the show themselves. But we've never had nice. anybody that spent so much behind one topic <coughs> that, that has all this information. Right. So I shot a. Uh, a message out for people to go ahead and uh, respond to. So from Thomas Brooks from Ontario, Canada, or Toronto, my bad. I'm so sorry, Thomas, if you're watching this or listening to this. Toronto, okay. From Toronto, my bad. (laughs) Through most of my life, I've wanted instances what I could describe as only as spirits and ghosts. I've met no one who has had stories that are concrete from what I've experienced. From auditory knocking on the walls and full full on visual experiences. I've had many experiences that I've come accustomed to being in contact in some fashion, whatever these entities are. All are friendly feeling, but not negative feeling and approach through some of more aggressive points in my life. I firmly believe that these are not random right places, right time ex- experiences, but no, uh, wait, where am I? Uh, sorry. But more than I thought that I have more favorable or optional energy to being in contact with this intimate object. I guess my questions are more certain than people from more susceptible to experiencing things like this over others. If so, why? Yes. Yes. And I think the more you're in tune with your own self, your inner knowing, I think the more you're going to attract this type of energy. Um, the knocks, of course, uh, the rapping on the walls, the things I hear, those are attention getters. So they're like, hey, we're here. You know, do you want to communicate? Uh, I get that kind of a thing. But most times the dark entities you, you can feel. But also keep in mind that same with an Ouija board and also the chat GPT that's going around right now. AI. Yeah, I was going to yeah, say, yeah. Yeah, that's... Yeah, we don't, were just actually yeah, talking about don't, this before don't we started mess recording. With it. It's just no, like, it's better. the modern day Ouija board, all right? And seeing, seeing stuff just, like from like Elon Musk and all of yep. the, the people that run. AI. Why do you think... They're like, hey, you need to calm down on this. This has gotten to a point where it's too much. Yeah. And well, that, that has always been a prediction, though. That's well, always been a prediction. Right. Well, also, Elon Musk is, is scraping all of this AI information from us as mm-hmm. members and creating yep. this AI. I have a pet theory that Twitter is AI. It's run by AI. I think for the AI. most part it is, yeah. yeah. yeah I mean, I mean yeah. They, these sites get so, like... I mean, you're to the point on Facebook where if you post something that they don't like, they immediately, I'm talking not even yeah. seconds of it being posted, yeah. it's yep. down. All and the it's media. it's got these triggers. And it's to this point where you you honestly have to stop and think how much of our day-to-day is AI controlled and how much is it just actually me doing my own thing. Right. Well, you think about it. Uh, Elon Musk, he came in and when he purchased, he cleaned house, didn't he? So he took yeah. like a third or almost two thirds of all the people away from Twitter. Just fucking kicked yeah. out. Yeah. So I I truly think that there there you still have some of those underground factions within Twitter. I can't imagine him not being in the know about those. Are there secret servers tied in that he doesn't know about? But I I still can't imagine that. 
you know, Elon Musk, I have mixed feelings on him. I think he's a brilliant person. And uh, I think he's going to do good things. And I also think that he has a propensity to do bad things. Oh, um, yeah. And I think that Twitter is an AI. And I think he's using all of us uh, who are on Twitter to use to scrape off uh, our AI information and go from there. Because they talked about the brain implants. Oh, Elon's wanting to do the brain implants and whatnot. Da, da, da. But I truly think that AI is, um, uh, there's a discarnate being or, a, you know, an entity that is soulless, which would, in our case, be what? Demons, right? Yeah. Yeah. So, yeah, I've got mixed feelings. But uh, back to the question, uh, people attract. Uh, I have my whole life, uh, even the lead investigator of the group that I used to belong to years ago, uh, I remember him always saying, he's like, if it's there, Brian's going to get it on camera. You know that, right? So it's like I'm a spirit magnet. At the same time, you have to shut some of that down. It depends on what you know what you open yourself up to. You attract what you attract, and you right. got to be careful with that. So, yeah, that's that's where we're at on that. Yeah, it's definitely some type so of it's communication. A certain type of person that they just radiate that kind of energy to the point it's, where it's being it's, tracked basically it's where their mindset is where they are psych psychologically mentally emotionally which is um, why they say most possessions or any kind of interactions are mostly done by girls that are going through puberty at that point in time right? or alcoholics yeah, yeah. Or alcoholics, alcoholics trying to people, battle their fight yeah you've got all of these walk-in entities that that see that want to obsess and or possess these people. And it happens. Uh, they're gateways to get into our bodies. Uh, drugs the same way. Um, uh, I don't see anything wrong with marijuana. I think that it's it in its use can be used to open up doorways. Same with mm -hmm. uh, uh, regulated psilocybin, psilocybin DMT yeah. experiences. Amen. Because Amen. now, wait a minute now. Yeah, don't take five to eight grams or whatever, you know. No, ounces, <laughs> no, don't you know, worry. Yeah, no. You don't have meltdown experiences. But I think that um, guided resets can happen with people during psilocybin uh, therapy. There's a place in Chicago, I think it does it, and all that. You have people that have PTSD. I think it could really help them a lot. People mm -hmm. said also after... Uh, mushroom or shroom experiences uh that they could do a reset on themselves maybe stop yep. smoking like i need to do yep. but um you know <laughs> so i i think they all have their purposes i think they also have uh the balance mm -hmm. um i think acid lsd stuff like that they uh you know there's a lot of drugs that you know destroy the body the brain absolutely they yeah. do and yeah. you know what we experience when you know when we do drugs is our we experience the feeling and the responses of our physical bodies trying to ride itself from that altered state of existence does that make sense yeah, yeah and i 100 percent agree with you that yeah. anytime i've done 
uh, Jake is now dabbling his toes into psilocybin. He's been doing, you know, <laughs> with a right. fucking narc on him. You're pretty frequent, pretty frequent. <laughs> Thanks, trip. my guy. Yeah, we talked about it the last episode. Right. But um, you know, I, I've honestly felt I've felt during my trips, whenever I get done, that I feel like there is a giant reset button on. Yeah. I, I can't even say my person. It feels like my soul almost. Like right. I feel changed after any kind of experience that I've done with psilocybin acid. I, I feel like it's more of a mind altering drug, uh, right. as a, as a whole, I, I've state. never really, yeah, I've never really felt the reset, uh, that psilocybin has ever given me. It's, it's right. It's nuts. Is that, is that possibly having to do with, uh, LSD being, uh, a, a government, so what is it psyop from the start basically yeah yeah and they used them on military you know they talk about back in the 60s where they oh actually you know yeah they pushed lsd and acid they wanted to see what would happen to these folks that happened to but from though that came from the nazis didn't it with the blitzkrieg and the meth well uh, uh, yeah well there was that (laughs) too and they wanted to keep these guys fighting for two or three days at a time without sleeping and and what they call they call blitzkrieg Get getting in creating uh ber- berserkers, right? Yep. yep. So these guys the, go on the these Nordics. death rampages where they're killing, you know, just like you know, army of darkness going through and you know, <laughs> killing all these people, you know, in <laughs> a mad dash. Like that. <laughs> Joe Rogan talks a lot, and I used to listen to Joe Rogan a lot before he went to pay. Uh, yep. Uh, I listened to him a lot, and I listened to him talk about his psilocybin experiences and how he had different doctors on there talking about the, the resets and the therapy that was used. But I, I think it does have its purpose. I think that uh, the altered, altered states of consciousness uh, allow us to see things in our life that we don't slow down enough to see. Marijuana is good for that. It'll like yep. Mike, it'll slow you down to such mm-hmm. a point to where you're micro, uh, microscope or microscopically looking at everything in your life, how you treat other people, you know, the things that are going on in your life or, and, and sometimes that's a little scary some, for some folks, you know? Oh yeah. Yeah. Looking plenty back, of people that looking back and realizing like how they've wronged people and right. then they focus on it yes. and they just replay that moment over and over, over and, and over, over again. and over yeah. Almost like a haunting itself. Yeah. It's kind of like how everything kind of intertwines. Kind of like you being on the Pirates of the Caribbean for three hours, right? That <laughs> <laughs> was, was that? a fucking nightmare. Oh, dude. yeah. That was a fucking nightmare. I could see the end, too. That was the oh, worst part. It's like I was like right around the, the corner. Mm-hmm. It just stopped. And they were like, yeah, it's broken for a while. It's like, okay. How long is a while? I never asked. Did you just knock it out of your seat or what? No, you couldn't. Like it was like literally at the very end. Yeah, it was at the very end. Like they were the pirates were behind bars. Just keep in mind, Tyler. It could have been a hell of a lot worse. It could have been. It's a small world. Oh, don't even fucking curse me or my family with that horror. Taking their own lives and you know slashing the jugulars right there in the boats. You know, I rode that ride one time. They play the same song throughout the entire line waiting, and then you get on the ride. Yeah, then you get on the fucking ride, and it's the same thing. Fucking the worst thing ever. Yeah, so give me start on Disney. That's another bad. We did it one time, and that was that was enough for me. 
Yeah. Uh, so to to finish this off, yeah. we've got one more question from another right. listener. Shit, this is big. there was there was one that I had answered during the episode, or I had asked during the episode uh, to you. So this one is the last one we're gonna do. I've never understood how ghost spirits and what you have are able to communicate through different devices. Are all of these communication devices giving us actual evidence of the paranormal, or is it all bullshit? So basically, uh, to also fill in another question, um, how do you convince a non-believer? How do you convince? They have to have that experience themselves. They do. Or they have to be there. Yeah. Yeah. Um, You can tell, just like I tell people about the wall, you know. Oh, you know, they're, they're gonna, you know, he's an alcoholic. He's got to hit that wall himself, this, that, and the other, you know, you can sit there and talk to this person until you're blue in the face. Look, don't do this. This is going to ruin your life. Da, 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 da. You know, you can show them the wall, you can throw them at the wall, but it, it's not going to matter until they hit the wall themselves. So, mm-hmm. yeah. So what about the devices now? Is that uh, something that the that technology? Okay. So like I haven't actively really ghost hunted quite some time but the last device i was telling you about was the db7 and it actually you know goes through and runs through the scans through the the radio frequencies so it's going up and down up and down you know quite fast and it picks up on these frequencies so i think it's all frequency i think that that's how sometimes uh you know they're able to come through on these standing waves but you just don't know what that wave is because we're always vibrating at different frequencies, right? You're in a good mood this day, but the next day you feel like shit, you know? Um, so I don't think we're like, oh, you're at 732 megahertz, and you always stay there, you know? So somebody can come in and go dial in, okay, he's at 732 megahertz always, you know? Healing frequencies, you can do that. You know, there are several, you know, frequent uh, healing frequencies that you can listen to that affect heal your body and then there's other frequencies that will make you go down and go in a dark place and um like they did with the music industry you know they went from 432 megahertz on i don't know if it was the middle c or d to 440 megahertz so today's music is is completely fucked to begin with because it's all <laughs> it's it's all based on that. And, no, Take that, no, Taylor Swift. No. <laughs> to be fair, I'm talking way back. the The music of you know the classical music, you right, know the music right. of the yes, 70s of and 80s, even you know mm-hmm. they had this underlying you know 440 frequency that is already creating on us subconsciously, but we're not aware of it. And there was a pure tone when they created music and every all instruments were tuned to 432 uh, hertz instead, you know, or megahertz. But, um, yeah, I think I think they're devices, but they have to be so vastly sweeping. I don't think there's any magical frequency. Um, you know, when they say, oh, raise your vibration, you know. Be a happier person. Da, 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 this, that, and the other. I, I think that, yeah, because everybody has a camera nowadays, right? And mm-hmm. cell phone, cell phone cameras are, are like you know, crazy uh, high in megapixel and and resolution. And you know, after 
you know, editing software after that, it, it's harder and harder for people to believe when they see a video. They're like, oh, yeah, that's deep fake or that's CGI. You know, well, how do you tell? So, yeah, you, people have to experience it themselves, I think. Okay. Awesome. Right. Well, I think I that answers, dude. Yeah. No. More right. than you could ever know, man. Oh, mm. You you have opened the door to so many questions. You have Good. answered so many doors that we have left open. Uh, for our future investigation, I can't wait to have you back, talk about the things that we've gone through and witnessed and seen in our investigations. Because honestly, Jake and I kind of want to like start doing this more often. I yeah. We're starting yeah. with this asylum nearby, and we're going to start checking off places in Iowa, you know, normally right. taking about a year in between. So you, just, you really helped us out. You're welcome. You're welcome. It just, just always remember, protect yourself. Protect yourself. And don't bring don't bring any of that home. Uh, and speaking of doorways, I think there's a xenomorph at my front door. <laughs> <laughs> well, you might want to go take care of that, then, Brian. I think I got it. I think I got it. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god! <laughs> it was so great having you, man. Though I I totally can't wait to do this again. It was awesome for you to help us out and give us some answers here. And with that, <laughs> I am your fearless leader, Tyler Campbell. I'm Dylan, the intern. And I was the part producer, part on the show, the dipshit Jake. <laughs> and how about you, Brian? One more one more from you. Who are you? And I am Brian Irish, the uh, old paranormal fart. He knows a little <laughs> bit about everything. I love it, man. I loved having you on here. Yeah. Thank you so much for giving us your time. These two hours have felt eye-opening and brain-busting all at the same time i cannot thank you again for being on here check out our social medias uh you can find us all at metamisfortune at gmail.com uh check out our patreon uh any anywhere you guys get your podcast find us follow us love us i am out I think we're out. Is that a question? <laughs> Thank you, Brian. <laughs> Thank you one more time. Have a good night, yeah, man. Thank I you. It. You're welcome. Have a good night. We'll do this again. <laughs> yes, oh, for sir. sure. Thank Have a good so night. Thank you so much. Right. See you, bud. Bye. Thank you for joining us. Remember, always listen to Mom.